1: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of and audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell.
3: Uh,
0: The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell.
4: Woo-wee, it feels like old times, baby. Fezzik's here. He's got his eyes are green. Green like dollar signs. We got games. We got baseball starting tomorrow. Live from Las Vegas, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Sports bettors listen for the money sports fans to know more than their bodies how's it feeling Fez
5: I gotta tell you RJ four months without betting major American sports it's time let's do it well you did bet
4: 38 bets on the uh, draft <laughs> Right. I mean, six of them probably were positive EV, but you needed to get that money in the middle.
5: Well, it worked out, and that's all. That's what well, is important. A
4: lot of drunks at roulette say the same thing, let me tell you. <laughs> no it's, doubt.
5: Ran good. Speaking of that, he's not a <laughs> pro.
4: He's a Joe, but he's in L.A., and he's our favorite Joe, Jonas Knox.
3: Always good to be here, RJ. And, yes, as we get a little bit closer to the start of the NBA season, we've got new rules being handed out in the NFL when it comes to going to games this season. What is the Vegas lead here on this Wednesday?
4: It's simple math. What can we bet next and get paid first? It's baseball, and specifically how big of a favorite we have, Yankees-Mets.
3: Yeah, and so we've or, got... Oh, check, Yankees-Dodgers, not and Mets. The, and the Yankees and Dodgers are part of the doubleheader that's coming up to open up the 2020 60-game season. Yankees at the Nationals coming up tomorrow, followed by the Giants at those Dodgers.
4: And the Mets, there's a lot of money at stake, but that's selling them, right? <laughs> J-Lo and all that. All right, first off, here's an announcement. You might not know this. This is why we're here. The Yankees... And the Dodgers combined are the biggest favorite we've had in over a decade. Meaning, if you look at the first favorite in a year entering the season, the second favorite, and you say, how big are these favorites? You know, how b- far ahead are they than the number three team, the number four team? Or another way to look at it, what's the likelihood these two teams are going to meet in the World Series? The Yankees and the Dodgers have the best chance to meet in the World Series of any team in the last decade. It's that big of a favorite. Fez, in fact, they have a prop bet that speaks to that, where you can actually bet Yankees, Dodgers, or the field. And you've never seen this.
5: Yeah. So the reason I haven't seen it is because normally the field would be a prohibitive favorite over the any 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 teams. Because any two
4: teams in baseball, even when you've had Don, you know, so just looking at the list. And we've got the biggest favorites each year. So like last year, Red Sox were a, a favorite, and the Astros were. One was six to one, Boston. Astros were seven to one. All right? You can go through one year, the second favorite. No one was better than 10 to one. Back in 2016, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto was 10 to one, The Cubs were 10 to one. This year, the Dodgers are plus 380. So one hundred wins you three eighty. So less than four to one. Yankees are plus three eighty. Less than four to one. Combined odds, lowest we've seen. Now what if you wanted to say Yankees and we're gonna ask Jonas who he would like here. Yankees, Dodgers versus the Field, what's the odds?
5: Field is the favorite minus one
3: fifty.
4: So just a smidge of a favorite. So Jonas, who do you want? You want the Dodgers, Yankees, or do you want the field? I'll take I'll take the field. Okay. I think your instincts are right, and here's why. 60 games, we keep hearing about this sprint. I don't understand how 60 games is a sprint when 16 games in the NFL isn't. But, okay, we're sprinting. That means higher variance. Hey, you lose a key player for a couple weeks, could knock you out of the box. And... We've got some teams, and we're going to tell you in a few minutes, that's been bet some kind of long shots that's getting action. But generally, Fez, you would expect there to be more variants, less uh, big, big favorites, prohibitive favorites, because less games. It's like, you're a better chess player. I'm a decent chess player. You're better than me. My chance of beating you in one game is much better than a best of 11.
5: Yeah, it's a great analogy. Right, It's so, not going to happen in 11 games.
4: Well, let's not go crazy. It's less <laughs> likely, no doubt about it. But many things in the reverse. All right, let's, let's keep that one straight. I'm RJ Poe, straight out of Vegas. But you can get lucky if the time, if the sample size, if the number of repetitions is less. It's Same thing in a seven-game series. I mean, versus one and done in NCAA tournament. You know, how many does Villanova in 85 beat Georgetown best of seven? No, probably not. And that's why the NBA, for example, has the better team win such a big percentage of the time because it's best of seven. Yeah, you, know, you got to beat them four of seven. Now, in baseball, you're saying, well, RJ, you got best of seven there too. So shouldn't the favorites win a lot? For whatever reason, Luck plays a bigger role in baseball. It's because pitchers get hot, hitters get hot, and don't forget, it's three and one. There's a uh, oh, looks like it's ball four, or maybe it's three and two. It looks like it's a strike. No, it's a ball, ball. So he goes to first. Next guy hits a three-run homer. All of a sudden, now that's three runs out of what, maybe nine or ten. So thirty percent of the game swung on one call, one one swing of the bat. In NBA, what's the biggest thing that can happen on one play? Three-pointer. You make it three you maybe shouldn't have made. In Hockey, same thing. Hot goaltenders. So, NBA, the best team wins the most. In baseball, the best team wins a lot. There is some luck, but there's even more luck when it's a 60-game season. What was Washington's record, the champion, World Series last year after 60 games? they wouldn't have made the playoffs. No. Right? So, now, does that mean Washington wasn't the best team? It means that the 60 games wasn't enough to find out who the best team was. Sure. I'm R.J. Bow straight out of Vegas. So, you're in L.A., Jonas. Dodgers are spending, and we got some news on this, maybe give the details, Mookie bets, and it just reinforces they're spending crazy money.
3: Yeah, and so the latest on the Mookie Betts deal, it is a 12-year deal, $365 million contract extension. You tack on that with the one year that he's currently getting, and it's going to end up being 13 years and $392 million for the star outfielder that they traded for from the Boston Red Sox.
4: Hold on one second. That's a lot. That (laughs) is a lot. (laughs) I, I can still remember... When Will Clark, you know, McKenzie and research, look what that Will Clark deal was. I'm thinking it was like 89, 90. He was like the highest paid player in baseball. I remember Dave Letterman was joking, maybe I should learn to play baseball. I mean, what? if you look at inflation, like you would think, oh, everything's gone up. The amount of money these leagues are making, our love of sports as a society is just going through the roof and rightfully so the the players are getting their share but man those guaranteed contracts in baseball
5: you nailed it it's all guaranteed crazy
4: i mean are you a dodgers fan Jonas?
5: no are
3: there there's a lot in town though right oh it's yeah and especially at the network i mean it's unbelievable so you're saying the the uh... journalists are buys Oh, 100%. I mean, it, it <laughs> is it is fanboy central when it comes to the Dodgers out here at Fox Sports okay. And yeah. is there
4: any sense that we're trying to buy a title or it's like we, you don't care?
3: No uh, one cares. I, at this point, they don't care because they've been so close and they've had their hearts ripped out so many times. And almost I think they feel justified in the fact that Houston – most likely cheated them out of a World Series. And so because of that, they feel like, and and potentially Boston as well, too, because of that, it's almost like uh, an entitlement. We're owed some sort of a retribution to get a World Series back. All
4: right, so in 1990, Will Clark signed a four-year deal for $15 million. (laughs) It wouldn't even make... Straight out of Vegas.
2: It's Bush
5: League psycho stuff. I mean, that was <laughs>
4: <laughs> nothing, nothing. That and that was the biggest story. I mean, I still remember it. I mean, unbelievable. All right. Speaking of Houston, I'm assuming you saw all the bean balls yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah, they're getting
3: tagged a little bit. So,
4: one does that feel right to you? Because on one hand. I do believe the following, and we were on this side of the street back when it happened. If winning matters, if what we're doing as fans, what they're doing as players, if it matters, then if you cheat, that matters. Like you're cheating for something that matters. And what should the consequence be? I blame the commissioner. If the commissioner would have been tough – and laid down a heavy penalty, there would have been no need for the player. Maybe the players would have wanted their little chunk of skin, but it would have been a lot less than it feels like Houston got away with it. And because of that, it feels like the players are even more focused on getting revenge. do Do you agree with that, Jonas? And do you think in general it's something that we should support or just say, oh, no, don't throw at him?
3: I think it's a little bit ridiculous that they're going to go out there and try and get justice on the mound by throwing at players. I I am a firm believer that this has been happening more and more in Major League Baseball, that if you were to do a deep enough dive into every single team, somebody's doing something that's a little bit underhanded, somebody's cheating somebody. And, in fact, I think players should actually back away from this because it was your union who was so strong that not only did the players not get punished – They didn't even have to talk about it really publicly at all. They could just deny it, have a private conversation. None of the details got leaked, and then they didn't get any punishment at all. I think it's a bit ridiculous that we're getting revenge on the mound. Hmm. What do you think, Fess?
5: I think it's remarkable that if you asked Houston, hey, should you cheat the players, they'd respond, of course we should have cheated. Even when we got caught, it's still a positive (laughs) situation. I still have my ring, right?
4: I think you make a very good point. So maybe if a few of them get cracked on the side of the head, all of a sudden that equation changes. Because really what you're saying is it's gone about as bad as it could have, meaning there was a heck of a chance they would have never got caught. Right. They won these World Series and lo and behold, by coincidence, when they are caught, even before it was public, but Washington was aware, they, they lose a close series. I mean, let's be candid. If Washington wasn't aware of what was going on, very good chance Houston wins another one.
5: No doubt.
4: I mean, we're not sure, but there's a good chance. So to me, if, if you're playing, the stuff either matters or it doesn't, right? To me, if you look at um uh, the Celtics and you look at Kevin McHale, right? He walks with a limp today, and they say that there was a time I don't remember if it was eighty six, eighty seven, but during that run. They, and, but it was at the end of the run, meaning they didn't have a great chance to win the title. And they said, if you play, you're going to probably have a problem with his foot. He played in the playoffs. Now, is that smart? Is that stupid? I think as fans, we at least got to appreciate it. Thrill in Manila, Frazier, Ali, they both suffered for that. But it was one of the great sporting events. Is that stupid? Maybe. But if it is, then a lot of our passion for sports is stupid. So winning either matters or it doesn't. Titles either matter or they don't. And if you cheat, it feels like the consequence should be as big as the title. Exactly. I think we can all agree it hasn't been. Jonas is soft. Jonas is like, ah, you know. But like, if a team wins, do you feel like that's a huge deal? Or like there's been a debate today about Drew Brees on some of the shows is, is he really an all-time great or he just won one? And you've got one contingent that says, hey, look at the stats, baby. He got unlucky not to win those other ones. You know, the mini miracle and this and that, the bad call against the Rams. On the other hand, people say that's what separates champions, Jordan versus whomever, and then, well, the Buffalo Bills. Maybe they're just as good as the Cowboys were, just a couple of games different. Where do you fall on that, Jonas?
3: And uh, I, I mean, I think. There's so many things that you have to factor in as to why somebody doesn't win a championship. I still think Dan Marino is one of the great quarterbacks to ever play the game.
4: But do you think something was missing in Dan Marino or was it just luck that they didn't win?
3: No, I think the surrounding pieces. I don't know that he ever had legitimate The great coach of all time, Don Shula? I don't know that he ever had a legitimate defense. I don't know that he had a legitimate running game. It's just there was a lot there when it came to Dan Marino and what he had to deal with. Hey,
4: listen, I grew up an hour from Pittsburgh and he was at Pitt when I was like 12. So I agree. <laughs> I love Marino's arm to this day. Quickest release I've seen. Yeah, but I can't. There's a reason he went. What did he go like 20th in the draft? There was, he, there was rumors at the time, you know, of party and let's call it. But the fact of the matter is we don't always know what leads to success. We can't always quantify it. And because of that, you got to trust success is meaningful. Right. So I don't was it. Dan wasn't a team guy. I don't know. I know the Steelers feel like they should have won more in the last 10 years or more than zero. Was it Big Ben? Is there something about Big Ben? But then Brady, there's no objective reason he should win so much. And that tells us we don't know the reason they win which means we got to exalt winning. We've got to mm-hmm. worship it because it's, it's beyond our comprehension even, where the other side says, well, it's luck. I don't believe that. When we come back, we're going to talk about teams' bet. Not the big favorites, but other baseball teams, wise guys in Vegas are betting heavy.
3: That's coming up next, but first straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your battery solution at AutoZone. Next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Straight out of Vegas! Vegas!
2: Head to graduatehotels.com and again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're
1: losing a little bit of hair? you shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time,
2: Higher ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask
1: for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas.
3: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will take a closer look at the start of the Major League Baseball season.
4: Usually we wait till the end of the show to have a best bet. Fez has a best bet coming up in the next six minutes. Six minutes. You're very exact, Fez. Very exact when money. The money's back at stake. This guy is on it. Great day to join. This is the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year. Thank you so much for the support. You have, my promise, best football season yet. In fact... Starting on Monday, 6 Eastern, one NFL team per day, counting from 32 to 1, culminating the day before kickoff of the season. And Fez and I are going to be betting amongst ourselves. It's going to be a disaster for him. No doubt. Very entertaining for you, though. Very entertaining for you right now in Las Vegas. And you can listen at foxsportsradio.com. They're streaming there. And also you can see the list of all the stations we're on. Now in Vegas, 105 degrees. It's so hot. Ooh. And the neon is pumping.
3: So, RJ, we've been talking here on the eve of the start of the Major League Baseball season for 2020. The 60-game quote-unquote sprint that sees the Dodgers and the Yankees as the heavy favorites to win it all.
4: Yeah, biggest favorites we've had literally in over a decade, meaning the two teams, how big are they favored to meet in the World Series? Biggest in over a decade. And we have a prop. You can bet the field and lay minus 150. Or you can say, I'll take just those two teams, Dodgers, Yankees, and plus 130, right? Yes. Okay, what other teams are people betting? Well, first off, and I say the strongest, the Cincinnati Reds. The wise guys are betting the Reds. Now, how has the numbers moved? First, let's look at World Series odds. They were 37 to 1. Now they're 25 to 1. Reds are down to 25 to 1. And though we've got those big favorites, it's the belief with a shorter season, higher variance, more chance of someone just to get hot and win something. Remember, in NBA, When they had the shortened season in 99, the number eight seed Knicks made the finals. Doesn't happen very often in the NBA, but it did coincidentally with a short season. Fez, what do you think is driving the Reds' money?
5: First off, the Reds weren't very good last year, but they were a lot better than the perception. So the Reds only won 75 games last year. That's not good. But they only got outscored by 10 runs. They were much closer to a 500 team last year, RJ.
4: So if you do the math, they probably should have won five more games. Yes. All right. So in general, wise guys love it when there's a misperception. And with the Reds, there was a misperception that they weren't as good as they really were, and they've made some moves that are pretty positive.
5: Yeah, they pick up Trevor Bauer from Cleveland, so they pick pick up one additional good pitcher, and their lineup is better. Specifically, with Mustakis joining the lineup, they, I tell you what, a lot of guys are really talking about that Reds lineup and how they're going to rake this year.
4: Rake, rake. What's that even mean?
5: <laughs> is that like is that like a millennial talk? I, I think that's a pretty common term now for really hitting the ball hard. Rake.
3: Do you know he was this cool, Jonas? Uh, I, I've never heard him <laughs> use the term rake. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is a term, but I didn't know that it was in Fez's vocabulary. Uh,
4: listen, he's, uh, did you ever watch Mork, Mork and Mindy? <laughs> you know when Mork was trying to figure out how to act human, right? <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. I'm RJ Bell. That's the Fezic from Parts Unknown with Jonas Knox. We're straight out of Vegas. Now, there's only been three teams whose win total has adjusted since they came up with the 60-game season. So think about this. 30 baseball teams, right? Okay. 30 baseball teams, 27 of them have the exact same win total. How many of the 60 games are going to win? That's the question. Only three moved. Fez, I've never... I mean, it's been, what, three weeks they've had those totals up?
5: Yeah, I can't believe how limited action there has been on the betting of season wins.
4: And let me tell you, it's not how sharp the openers are. I mean, to some degree it is. You believe it, there's a lot of skepticism about, are these bets going to be settled? Meaning, let's say they only play 50 games because they have to make an adjustment midseason. All of a sudden, you get that money back. But when do you get it back? Sometimes it's months later, Wise guys hate betting bets that they think have a good chance of not settling. Because even if you're right, you don't get paid. Think about all the NBA season wins. Yes. And all that. that meaning back in November or October when you bet them, some books haven't even given the money back on those
5: yet. I'm still waiting on one book to pay me back my original money.
4: And you might think, well, what's the big deal? You're going to get your money and interest isn't that big in money markets. But for a professional better, every day they don't have that money it means they can't bet that money and bet that money and bet that money. So it's 10, 20 cycles maybe they missed, 10% ROI per cycle, very meaningful.
5: Yeah, the, the churn is so important to keep the money in action if you're a pro better and you have an edge.
4: And that's you. Yes, <laughs> the churn. Because usually, if you think about, if you think about the churn, you know, I think Tony Soprano talked about this. Let's
0: see. It's go like this happens once in a lifetime. Got to make this work for us out in the open, legit. But a nice IPO, keep it spinning, live off the juice, just like that, buddy. Exactly.
3: <laughs> you ever think like that, Jonas? no, no. <laughs> no. That's why it's I'm bad fun. at gambling. <laughs>
4: well, it's you that. People like you that make Vets' lifestyle possible. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm <laughs> We're straight out of Vegas. OK, so Reds, would you bet them right now? And that win total went from thirty-one and a half, so out of 60 games, to 33. So one and a half games up, clearly a better than 500 team right now.
5: You know what? I think I'd still bet it. If gun gone to my head, if I had to choose, I would definitely go over. I think there's a whole lot to like about the Cincinnati Reds this year.
4: Now, a team where the... Uh, Betters back them, but it was early, and thus we saw the move in the World Series odds. San Diego Padres, 60 to 1 to 40 to 1. So a long shot for sure, but significant money on San Diego. Their win total hasn't moved, so the money came early, even before the win totals were released. Now we got two down betting against down arrow teams, won the Red Sox. Oh, so Fez, you gave this out. The total at the time was 31. So, and it was right here on Straight Out of Vegas. So they were going to be slightly better than 500, right? 31 out of 60. It's been bet down to 29 and a half. Many of our listeners have that because of you. Give us the rationale, and does it still pertain?
5: Yeah, it's all about pitching. The Red Sox should still have a potent offense, but they lost three fifths of their starting rotation. Uh, They lost Chris Sale for the year. And by the way, their number 1 starter came down with COVID, Eduardo Rodriguez. And he's making a comeback, but he's not going to be ready for opening day. So it's all about pitching, and Boston doesn't have it this year.
4: That's Steve Fezzik. We're straight out of Vegas. So, Jonas, the last team that went down, win total-wise, Toronto... And we've got some news when it comes to their ability to even play a home game.
3: Yeah, they're going to actually be in, uh, well, t- t- sort of near your old stomping grounds, but the team you grew up rooting for, RJ, the Pittsburgh Pirates, Toronto will be playing majority of their games at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, their home games, that is, based on what happened with Canada and Canada refusing to allow them play home games there in Toronto. Okay, now, I heard,
4: and I, I didn't read this, and, and uh, Mackenzie, take a gander at this. I think in the last hour or two, there's been news that Pennsylvania said no and that you can't come. In fact, I now I'm thinking about it, I heard uh yeah, we will not play at PNC. So it's really
5: uncertain right. I mean, this thing is moving fast. Yeah, the Pennsylvania health board has said they cannot play because of the they don't want people traveling into their state. So really we're a week away from their home opener. Toronto. I can't call them Toronto anymore. The Blue Jays are a week away from their home opener. I think it's the, it's the Toronto Redskins, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. like that. And they're, they're still in search of a home. It's possible, RJ, they might go with an option where they play every single game on the road.
4: Well, it would be on the road anyway, right? Where I mean, what do you, you mean we're at the home of the opposing yes. team? Yes. And amazingly, the win total has only dropped a game. So Toronto was 27-and-a-half wins out of 60 games. It's down to 26-and-a-half. And Fez, we could wait. We could tease it. You got a best bet on yeah, this.
5: Yeah, Toronto under 26-and-a-half. The Blue Jays are so up against it. From two factors. One factor being obviously it's going to be harder to win games when they're away from any home stadium and they've got to play on the road. But the second factor, think about the motivation, the psychology. Your own country told you, no, you can't play there, and now you're living out of a hotel for two months. I think it's a situation I've never seen before in professional sports.
4: Maybe there's an analogous situation. The Saints post-Katrina. Right? So... They were displaced. There was a, you know, they had to move their camp. Mm. Think about how the Saints did that year. And in hindsight, they said it was such a grind. And it was a accumulation of a negative. I believe Toronto under, here's a good bet, under 26 and a half. There's even twenty sevens out there still. But I'm more interested in betting against them the last 30 games of the 60. Because I think this is something that you just get. It's like a long cross trip, country trip. Let me tell you, I took one when I was 12. That last couple days, Woohoo.
5: And remember, it's a condensed schedule, fewer days off. 66 for teams. days, right? 60 games. Yeah.
3: And I also wonder this. Depending on where they end up going. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays could it also possibly mean less travel from Toronto to the games that they're going to have to play? So if they are in, you know, somewhere on the East Coast, could it possibly mean less travel time for them from Toronto to wherever they need to go? I mean, I so you're saying that, that, that could
4: factor. be an advantage?
3: Yeah, maybe maybe that would help them out a little bit, getting away from Toronto, less travel time depending on where they end up. I mean, look, Buffalo's been thrown out there, Dunedin was thrown out there in Florida uh, before uh, this Pittsburgh fiasco that. That happened that just fell apart a short time ago. I just wonder what the other options would possibly be, and maybe that could be an advantage.
4: Well, here's an option: you and Faz go heads up on this. Because <laughs> I mean, it sounds like your buck. It sounds like your bucking his logic. You guys negotiate your bet here. What are you thinking, Jonas? Uh, I mean, I just got to see where
3: they're going to play first. Ah. Uh, like I didn't even, I didn't even know All that right. Pittsburgh had fallen apart until we were on the air. So I, I gotta wait. I gotta wait and see first. I think that in a small
4: way, what you're saying could be true, but I think in the scheme of it, that's a small piece of the big puzzle because Fez is right. Wherever it is, are they good? Let's just say it would have been Pittsburgh because that apparently was what they preferred. So let's say it was advantageous. Where would they be? Would they be only in Pittsburgh and the road? If they had two days off, would they go home to Toronto? So. I don't think they would even have two days off, no, they right?
5: Don't have more than one day. So and the,
3: the original yeah. announcement was majority of their home games. So I don't, which even means know. they could
5: add somewhere else yeah. even because Pittsburgh True. sometimes was playing and was using the stadium. Yeah. So
4: to me, the grind of that is—I don't think it. I mean, the psychology of it now could be an effect. I think the effect will be at the very beginning where they're distracted, and towards the second half of these sixty games when it's accumulated fatigue, I think the middle, maybe not as bad. Because, hey, they're used to it, but they haven't had that accumulated fatigue yet. I think the big effect is those last 20 games, especially if they're out of the playoff hunt. They're supposed to be below five hundred. What kind of motivation? We're hearing about away from the family with the bubble,
5: this would be the same thing, right? Wouldn't surprise me if you didn't have a few veterans opt out even before the season starts. Or Possible. Ma-
4: or maybe like Kramer. He was moving once to California. I said, Kramer, when are you moving to California? He said, in my mind, I'm already there. <laughs> so maybe Toronto is going to be home before they're even home, which means money will come to my home in my pocket betting against them. Fez, you got a best bet. Whole season... Under we'll say twenty sevens out there twenty seven under best bat for Fez. We are going to talk about the fans. No fans. How does it affect
0: baseball? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Pacific.
3: Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell.
4: A lot of excitement with the show with baseball starting tomorrow, betting starting. We told you, Yankees-Dodgers, biggest favorites in over a decade when it comes to the top two teams. We had some teams bet by the Wise Guys. Reds over Reds World Series, that kind of long-shot stuff. San Diego, bet by the Wise Guys. Not bet by the Wise Guys, Toronto. Fez, you gave a best bet under, just live on the show, under 27 wins, Toronto and their travel issues. So when we come back, one more team not being bet. This is a favor. People love this team typically. Wise guys are betting against them plus NFL. We heard even more details about the way the preseason is going to go. We think there's a betting approach that can take advantage.
3: That's coming up next, but first straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your battery solution at AutoZone. And next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports
2: Higher ratings and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's
1: slash sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
5: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last
4: 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas.
3: And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. And on the eve of the start of the Major League Baseball season, R.J., we are taking a closer look at teams to bet against as the season gets going this weekend.
4: Yeah, the first surprise we talked about, Red Sox. Fez had them under, what's it been, a couple weeks, right? Yeah. And they're down to 29.5. That means literally the Red Sox are predicted by Vegas to be below 500. A losing team is the projection from Vegas on the Red Sox. The last of the surprising pessimistic projections, the defending champion Washington Nationals. Now, let's keep in mind, at the 60 game mark last season, Washington was 27-33. and 33. Not good. <laughs> This year, they're expected to win 33-and-a-half games. Still, only three-and-a-half games above five hundred for the defending champions. Not a lot of optimism. I think a surprising lack of it. Their home dog tomorrow, Scherzer's on the mound. Home dogs against the Yankees. We'll preview that game tomorrow. Last thing about baseball, no fans, Fez. What do you think the adjustment should be for home field advantage.
5: I think you got to knock it down by about 10 cents RJ. So a typical favorite that would be -125 now would be -115, I think.
4: I think that's about right, cut in half or so, maybe 10 cents, but you know, difference is 12 and a half or 10. So remember, money lines in baseball, so if you like a favorite, you got to maybe lay 125 to win a hundred and we're saying it's about half, which is what we're thinking for the NFL. Right. Is the crowd is worth about half.
5: Yeah. So home field in the NFL, traditionally right around three. And we're thinking one and a half at most two points in the NFL.
4: And Toronto is a special case. You know, Jonas, it reminds me. It's almost like Hyman Roth in Godfather 2. Remember at the end, he was trying to find a place to go. (laughs) And at no point would anyone take him. He was like a man without a country.
0: This is
4: the business we've chosen. Apparently Toronto's in the (laughs) Hyman-Roth situation.
3: And, RJ, there was uh, more news out of the NFL. Not only will there not be preseason games this year, there's also going to be mandatory face masks required at all stadiums. But before we get there, extended training camps without those preseason games this year in the NFL. All
4: right, Fez, we're looking to exploit all things. At least you are. I tend to, but I'm not as loud about it. What do you think the exploitable part of this.
5: I think it's going to hurt the offenses, RJ. No preseason games, coupled with cupcake practices, 18 days without pads. Offense is so, these, so much... these players
4: aren't tough enough for you?
5: Not tough enough. Offense is all about timing. And because of that, I would look under in weeks one and two of the regular season.
4: I'm not sure I agree. So let me agree with the following. And Jonas, we didn't have it because it wasn't even out yet yesterday. This acclimation period... Or maybe we did and, oh, I know what we didn't have yesterday. We had the acclimation period, but we didn't have that they're cutting the beginning rosters from 90 to 80. And to me, we've talked about it. Almost a third of the players in the NFL are undrafted free agents. There's, I think Mike Lombardi said he thought there would be about 10 or so of these guys that wouldn't even get on a roster this year that will eventually make the league. Maybe next year. But... It's like, this is meaningful. And in a way, these are like the Rudies of the NFL. And that's the best stories, right? Not the guy that was the first-round pick, but the guy that tried and tried and tried. I hope, the, I hope the NFL does something to fund. There should be like a scholarship, a one-year. In baseball, maybe, too. <laughs> with the, I'm not being serious. You've got to keep these guys that are one level away engaged. That's your farm system.
5: Start but, the XFL back up.
4: <laughs> but it, it, to me, there's a lot of lamentable things about it, the, the pandemic. I think any pandemic. But this, to me, is, is not maybe being discussed. But how do these players take a year now, keep working out, keep fit, and, and be ready for next year? Because if they're not, they're, their whole career would be lost. This is what I disagree with. Tackling is the thing that will suffer the most from lack of practice. If you're going seven on seven almost, no pads, you're getting your timing down. I know it's a little different if you got your pads on, but you're not tackling hardly at all. So I think that offenses will be hurt. I think defenses will be hurt. So general sloppy play, but here's the one offense that won't be hurt. Power, football, that's not worried about timing. Tennessee, Baltimore. Now, the defenses aren't ready to tackle, and these are the teams that you got to tackle against the most. So, I'm looking to play on Baltimore, Tennessee, or power running teams because I think they're going to score a ton, a ton against these defenses that aren't ready to tackle. Ten seconds, fast.
5: Yeah, I agree. I don't want any part of Derrick Henry if I'm a linebacker week one, right?
4: Especially if you're not ready to go because you haven't been tackling in practice.
5: If you missed any of today's show,
3: including a best bet in Major League Baseball, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas. Back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, on the iHeartRadio
1: app.